On this episode of The Playbook, I have one of the greatest running backs to ever play, AP. That's right, Adrian Peterson. And the two of us are going to talk about stepping outside of your comfort zone. Join me for all this and more on The Playbook. This is The Playbook, where I give you access each week to the world's greatest athletes and executives about their personal and professional playbook and what has made them champions on and off the field. This is The Playbook. I love having a guest that needs no introduction, but just in case you don't know sports, this is Adrian Peterson. He may be the greatest running back of all times. As much as you're an extraordinary athlete and running back, uh, I'm just so impressed at your entrepreneurial business acumen because you have started several successful businesses. And I know so many athletes, I was just with one of the kids that you're mentoring, you know, they want to understand not just how to be successful on the field, but off the field. And I'm sitting next to one of my favorite things that you do, which is the Comfort 360. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love the story. How did you come up with the idea of a football as a pillow? You know, it was so, it was so random. I was down in Arizona for a good friend's Larry Fitzgerald softball tournament. So uh, that he has, he has every year. So I was there and uh, long story short, Saturday was the event, was the golf tournament, I mean, was the softball tournament, and then Sunday, he had a camp. So uh, I was actually supposed to be flying out, and um, I got a call from Lou, who's like a mutual friend, mutual friend. He had Lou do his dirty work. was like, hey, <laughs> right. see if you can get Adrian to stay and, and come to the camp. So I'm like, of course. So I go to the camp, and um, they were giving these pillows away to uh, to the kids towards the end. So... Um, Larry and some of his guys gave me like four or five of them to take home to my boys. So I uh, get on the plane and uh, I carry those on with me in a little bag. And I'm just like, man, I'm trying to find a way it gets comfortable, <laughs> right? And so I pull one of these out and I put it right here on the side of my neck and I lay down. I was like, wow, like it was just, it felt like heaven. So I just kind of moved it around and I was like, okay, let me try different positions. So I put it right here on my chest and was able to just let my head hang. It was perfect from the back. So that's how I came up with the name Comfort 360, but that's how the ideal came to mind. That's amazing. And then the harder questions are when you come up with a great idea or have a great business and you're an athlete, you know, a lot of people think they have to finance it themselves, Mm -hmm. the entire venture. How did you deal with the financing? Did you find investors? Were there investors, or did you do it all by yourself? No, I actually um, did it did it by myself. Yeah, you know, um, um, came up with the you know the whole game plan, and just cost came out of cost. Now I'm actually um, halfway through making making my money back from it. You know, yeah. so I'll just continue to um, just get more product and go, and go from there. Well, you know, just. You know, one of my philosophies is you're not a quitter, obviously. So a lot of people quit when they get like halfway there, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling them, look, it's exponential. If you take, you know, the first period of time, how many you sold, and then the next, and then you get to halfway there, mm-hmm. you're literally half as much time till you're all the way there, then half as much time till you're twice as much there. So that's a critical part and point in the business. But you have other ventures as well. Yeah. Um, you have the Teas of Texas, yeah. which is also lemonade and juices. Yeah. And how did you get involved in that venture? So I got involved with Texas Tea back in 2014, 13, 2013. And um, it's actually based out of Texas. And um, all the ingredients are, are made in Texas. You know, like we have the strawberry um, patique, 
uh, which is from Petite, Texas. You got oh, wow. um, Sugarland um, Sweet Tea, which That's is like Houston. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Imperial Sugar. Um, but I, I got involved because one of my close friends actually brought a couple down and was like, hey, you should try this. So uh, maybe like two weeks later, man, I called him. I was like, hey, man, this stuff is amazing. You know, where, where can I get more? He was like, okay, I was hoping for that type of response. So if you would like to, you know, invest and get involved, you know, there's an up-and-coming company. Um, so that's how I got involved with it. And originally it was just teas. It was just a tease. Now we have branched out to lemonade um, and also juices as well. So it's going good. We're in Kroger's. We're in HEB. We're in Whole Foods. We're in all 7-Elevens in, in, in Texas. Um, so it's, it's, it's growing. It's growing. It's and growing. When you invest, a lot of athletes that you know, I do business coaching with, you know, I'm, especially when they have a big brand like yours, mm -hmm. a big name like yours, do you like to put your own money in or just let them use your name uh, as part of the deal, or do you do both? Uh, I do both, mm -hmm. um, but I would rather not come out of pocket <laughs> yeah. for anything. That's the Dave Meltzer lesson. <laughs> Star athletes, don't put your money in anymore. Yeah. Just use your name. I'll negotiate it for you. No, no money. Exactly. But, but you, you do take those risks, and um, like me, both of us, we've been taken advantage of. We both have lost money in our businesses. What do you think the main reason, you know, I can tell you, me, I didn't ask for help. Mm -hmm. That's why I lost, you know, my money. And had yeah. a, when I made it back, people were like, how'd you make it back so quickly? I said, I asked for help. I figured out, you know what? I know all these successful people. I might as well ask them, hey, I'm gonna start over, what should I do? Mm -hmm. And things were much easier that way. What do you think is the number one lesson for you for when you've been taken advantage of or you lost money? Um, I would say the exact same thing. It's funny because I was watching the video that you did and you was like sitting at a desk and it was like, like ask questions, ask questions. <laughs> and uh, that would be the number one thing, you know, like asking questions. And for me, um, being involved in football and having a busy life, you can, you can get sidetracked with a lot of things and not really put your, 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 your best foot forward or, um, you know, be as dialed in with, you know, the everyday, you know, the grind of exactly. what's, what's going on. With My the wife business. used to say, I'm not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm paying attention. There's just tons of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and there's only so much of me. Exactly. So that, that right there is something that I've learned from. And I tell these young guys as well, try to give them the best advice as I can, that I can. And I'm still learning, like, you know, it's still a process for me, but now, I'm definitely like, you know what, I'm, I'm involved. I'm going to dedicate myself and put the time in so I can know exactly what's going on. And then one of the older businesses I know you've had, you own a gym down in Houston, right? Yeah. O Athletics? Yeah, O Athletic. Yeah, I said O for outstanding. <laughs> but you know how names go. Um, and you are outstanding. Uh, was that your first business, the O Athletic business? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, come out of pocket. Texas yeah. Tea um, was, was a little before that one. Um, but yeah, O Athletic. It came about, you know, it it was like a vision at first, and then, you know, a couple years later, it finally came full circle. Because I used to go to like three different locations to work out, whether it was hitting the hill, or it was doing yoga, or going to this gym to work out. And uh, me and two of my business partners, we were just like, hey, man, we need to, you know, find a space where we can have everything under one roof. So that's how we came up with the concept of O Athletic. Um, you have your and it's for it's for like your average Joe's. It's not like a training facility for athletes, which you can use it as that right. as well. But it has your normal, you know, treadmill, weight room area. Um, we have a boxing ring in there, MMA um, ring, um, mixed martial art mats, 
Uh, it's a nice little setup. We have like a 50-foot turf in there as well, yoga, um, you know, juice bar. It's tanning room. It's, it's everything you can imagine under one roof. That's amazing. Now, what I like about those three investments is you're the proof of them. You know, a lot of people, one of the mistakes that I made as an investor, I would invest in things I knew nothing about, mm -hmm. right? And so many athletes, now that influencers or entrepreneurs are like athletes, people send me free stuff all the time. And it's funny because I try it, try it, try it, and I say to myself, oh, I'm not gonna invest these people. Then I find something I love and I'm calling them. Yeah. Hey, where do I get that? Yeah, yeah, and I get yeah. suckered in. Yeah. Have you invested in anything that you didn't know about? Uh, have you made those investments? Uh, I have. I have. Um, it was one investment that I made. I didn't really know much about the um, the music industry at the, at this time. Yeah. And um, I, I think they're they're doing better now. But for me, it was it was out of my out of my element. You know, my brother was really involved in it, and um, it was I would say it was more his thing because he was kind of like the. Feet, like Mark Wahlberg, you're on the ground, you know. Your, your, brother, your brother's dream. <laughs> lesson learned. Let's yeah, just well, Mark Wahlberg will tell you the same thing. <laughs> yeah, lesson learned with that one. I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, so it was a hard lesson learned for me because I lost money into that. Um, it's also this company that was based in Minnesota, um, and they're still out there now. It's called Bite Tech, mm -hmm. and uh, I lost a, a pretty penny. Uh, getting involved with the wrong people with that, and it, it was a great concept. And this was when I was in Minnesota, so it was like 2000 and well, like eight yeah. around that time, 2009 around that time, and it was very beneficial. It was right when you know all the concussion things were kind of picking up, you know. Yeah. So this mouthpiece would like help prevent and concussion. you know right. decrease the you know opportunity of someone getting a concussion. And uh, it, it, was, it was it was a brilliant idea, and it looked good, and it just you know, it just didn't work out. You, you and I have both been around a lot of athletes that have invested. And I think a big category of losses come from great idea, mm -hmm. but it takes more than just a great idea to make money. Mm -hmm. You know, in fact, some of my guys, uh, you got to meet them here. One of them has this great thing. Everybody loves it, right? Mm -hmm. It carries all your information. You tap the phone. It gives you your Instagram, your face. I love the business, but I keep on asking him, hey, man, can I meet the, the guys that created this? Do they protect their patent? Can the iPhone put it internally? Right? And I probably 10 years ago wouldn't have asked those questions. Mm -hmm. right? I'd have been as, he's about 10 years younger than me. He's so excited showing it to everyone. I'm like, yeah, but just because it's a good idea doesn't mean it's going to make money. Yeah. What are the tools or ideas that you have when someone, you know, you get approached all the time, and I'm sure there's different layers that people have to go through, but what, what's like one of your values that you look at you know, to determine the money side of it, right? Because you're obviously, this works for you. The cheese of Texas tastes great. Mm -hmm. um, the gym you needed, and you know gyms, mm -hmm. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, how do you determine nowadays, okay, here's a good opportunity I like, but does it make money? Yeah, so you know, bringing in my people and sending them <laughs> yeah, getting your emotions out of it. Yeah, get my emotion out of it because yeah. you can, like you say, you can get caught up in, man. Oh, it tastes great. It, you know, it looks great. It's a great idea. But then again, like you say, you know, firsthand, it's you know, what are the numbers? You know, so yeah. you know, sending it to my lawyers and letting those guys do their, you know, do their thing. I don't know how to do yeah. it, so I pay those guys to get it I done. pay those guys to still do it for <laughs> me because I'd rather be able to have someone tell me no and it's successful. 
than somebody tell me yes and it'd be unsuccessful. Yeah. Like I'd rather miss, there's so many opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. And I used to be have a fear of missing out. You know, I was like afraid yeah. and that caused me to make really stupid investments. Um, now you have your family, you're growing a little bit older. Um, how do you have enough time? So one of the biggest questions, you're in incredible shape. You know, you have broken, you just broke another record. One of my old heroes would make you a new hero, Walter Payton. <laughs> so it's no joke how much time it takes to, as a running back, to last that long, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. To recover from surgeries and all the things that you do. But yet you seem to manage, you know, I've met your wife, a beautiful family life. You have great business acumen and, and energy towards that. Mm -hmm. But I can't think of any athlete that is as focused in on their career as you as well. How do you manage your time? Uh, just, just having a, a good balance and, you know, having someone to back you up. Do you have a routine? So, uh, not, not, not really, you know. Um, my same routine I've been having as far as making sure professionally, you know, um, where I need to be, it, that hasn't changed over, you know, my entire career. But, you know, my wife, she has really helped me out tremendously and um, with just keeping things on track, you know, <laughs> and handling hand, hand a lot of the bulk of, of the stuff when, you know, I'm playing football and things like that too. So I got to take my hat off to her for her, you know, what she does to keep everything together and tight as well. And she's an entrepreneur as well, which mm -hmm. is pretty fun. Uh, there's so many young athletes that look up to you and, you know, every team that you're on, I keep meeting more and more. What's the number one lesson you know, either on or off the field, you know, take a young kid in his first year and comes up and idolizes you. And what advice do you give them? Um, you know, just be you know very cautious and, and conscious of who's who's around you and who you are giving your time to, because um, everything that looks sweet isn't. You know, yeah, you have, you have a lot of people. No that, pun on your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got have, sweet tea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sugarland, right? Yeah, that's the sweet tea. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you have people. You have wolves out there that's that's out there to get you and you know trying to attack and get something from you, and you know that was one of my mistakes too because I'm so kind and um, you know forgiving and understanding and I always give people the benefit of the doubt and you know that has really cost me you know a, a lot. You know, so that's my number one thing when I talk to the youngsters is, hey, especially when I can sense, like the young guy you, you met with earlier, yeah. he has a good heart, you know. Oh, but yeah. Especially when I can sense that mentality, you know, just be careful who, you, who you're around. Make sure, you're, make sure you're vetting people and you really know what they're about. You know, I watched an interview with Bernie Kozar, and you know, I come from Akron, Ohio, loyal to my family, loyal to my friends. And when I started making money, so many people you know, they come out of the woodwork and they're like, oh, I was always, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I had almost a guilt, you know, I went to, to elementary school with this guy and his mom was losing his house and he's like, well, I've always been your good friend, you know, and I'd write checks. <laughs> and, you know, when I went bankrupt, you know, none of those guys were around mm -hmm. to pay me back. Yeah. Right. In fact, I'd never asked, but it was like my cell phone must have been blocked if I did <laughs> ask because it was like crickets that I, I was like Nothing. a cancer. And then, and even some people that borrow money from you, you know, blame you. Yeah, Because they're too afraid to tell people that they've stolen or, or taken your money. So they'll start saying things negative about you that aren't even true. Mm -hmm. You know, through that, like Bernie Kozar lost all his money because he felt indebted to others. 
when I look at your early career as well and some of the financial, you know, taking advantage of, it seemed like to me that you were trying to help other people. Yeah. And did you ever feel like guilty, you know, with close people around you that, you know, oh, I got to help him. I got to help her. Yeah. Yeah. That's just natural, you know, um, especially when it's family, you know, and the, yeah. fa- since the family can be the worst ones, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. You know, sad sure. to say. But yeah, I felt guilt at, at times and, um, you know, mostly it was just me having a good heart and being like, you know what, you know, I got it. Let me see if I can help this person. I can help this person, you know. But I've always, I always kind of stayed back and looked and, you know, if it was something that became repetitive, you know, yeah. um, a couple hundred dollars here for rent, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you just got to watch out for people like that. You can't get into a, the point where you're feeling guilty or, you know, you know, bad. watch out for the cousin that always waits for the check. Like, <laughs> keeps hanging out until you're ready to pay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, Those are the guys who are like, okay, I yeah. see what's going on here. It's so funny you mentioned, you know, the bankrupt, you know, aspect of it. You know, everyone just kind of fanning out, you know. It's like, I know going through the financial struggles that I was going through, you know, it was the same thing. It was like crickets, people I talk to twice a week, you know, just catching up and, yeah. you know, just talking, small talk. It's like... Where are they? It was solid. It's quick. You know, no one, no one's around. I hear nothing. Yeah, my so. wife taught me a line because I was so hurt. I just need to be offended. I'm like, that's my friend from. I played Pop Warner football with him, yeah. and my wife said, you know, they weren't your friend, mm-hmm. right? It made me feel better almost that it cleared out mm-hmm. the people that truly care about me, including my wife, by the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because I think if I was my wife, I would have left skin marks. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like I'm looking like Adrian Peterson. It's like, you don't have any money and you look like that? I'm out of here. Um, so I'm like you. God bless my wife. Um, last question. You are, most people know this, but I want to reiterate it. One of the most philanthropic people. You had mentioned earlier, you know, Larry Fitzgerald asked you to stay for his charitable event. And you're like, of course I would. And I know Larry's the same way, which is why you probably feel like I do about him. I'll do anything when he asks. Uh, but you do so much for charity. So we've talked about the family, we've talked about the entrepreneurship, but I think it's important as a philanthropic entrepreneur because there is a social uh, responsibility that you've upheld over, even when you're having your own personal you know, struggles and challenges all everyone does through life. I always see you, you know, in, in, you know, from the Pro Bowls, you're the first guy there, you know, at the charitable event, donating your jerseys, taking your time, everybody and it's not easy taking pictures with them signing autographs through that where does that inspiration come from because you know it's easy when everything's going great Mm -hmm. to be that way but i've seen you in struggles be be that guy where does that come from you know i think that's just rooted from where i came from you know small town and being surrounded around people that we didn't have much but i was able to sit back and, and seeing how you know family you know, and how much love was it shown to one another, you know, so that was, that's like the base of it, the base of it. And just growing up, I've always been that person to, you know, help and, you know, lend a hand. Um, so, you know, me and Ashley started the ANA Peterson Family Foundation and uh, we were able to do, you know, so much with giving back to the community because that's the one thing that I, I've always, I feel like that's the most important thing. You know, being able to inspire someone, uplift someone, change someone's life. Like, you never know what a message or, um, you know, a nice gesture as far as, you know, sponsoring. Yeah, like t- today, I'm, you know, I'm doing uh, 26 Days of Christmas, 
and uh, it's underprivileged kids that we're taking to Target and they get a shopping spree, you know, because I'm sure they won't get much for Christmas or anything, some of these kids. And it, just to see the smiles on their face, you know, just to inspire them. That This one gesture might be something that they carry for the rest of their life that sparks them to have a nonprofit and, you know, do the same thing, you know. So ultimately that's, that's what it's all about, helping. I feel like that's why we're put on this earth, yeah. just to help inspire people. Well, as a witness to that, I'll tell you, I get to travel all around and I'm in the same spheres of influence that you are. I see that impact already. You're getting old enough <laughs> where some of these young kids yeah. are in college, graduating college, and they're starting their own foundations, and you're the name that they bring up. Mm -hmm. And so you should be proud already that that's happening. Now, as much as I love the three companies, Comfort 360, I'll be sleeping on this tonight on my yeah. way back to California. We got Tease of Texas, mm -hmm. and of course, O Athletic. I want a pair of those. Where do I get those? <laughs> he has AP26 all day. I live in California. You can't use those here, man. Yeah, you got the you got my apparel line as well. And it's, it's all day AdrianPeterson.com. So you can go there and get your sandals. You can get the t-shirts. You got a you, discount code for me at least? I got you. I got you. All right. I got you taken care AP26. of. AP26. 